I'll tell you what, Alvin. More than ever before, I need that deck of yeah. What's cracking? I am Jim Rome. That is the Monday deck of yeah because we are coming to you live from Las Vegas. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, oh, how bitching is that? Check that out. There's the stadium. If you're listening on the radio, we are live. But... We are not on Radio Row, where I typically am. For our Super Bowl coverage, we have taken this thing to the Strip. We are live from the fountains of the Bellagio. From the Bellagio Resort and Casino, I've got an absolutely incredible set. We are right on the Strip. Now, if you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you can see it. It is raining, but it's good. It's all good. It feels great. Got a tremendous crew out here. In fact, the crew that I'm used to working with. And if you know about the Super Bowl week, you know we have a whole bunch of guests that are coming through. Here's what I want to do. Hey, what's going on? There's Tommy off to the side. What up, yo? What I want to do is give you your telephone number. We are toll-free. You know how Radio Row works, except that it's not the row. How Super Bowl week works is we are locked top to bottom with guests, but things do fall out, so I want to make sure you're ready. I would love to have your input on certain things. Telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. If you want to hit me up on the X, hit me up at Jim Rome. If you want to email me, email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at Habitate.com. So the setup is really interesting. We are not on the row with everybody else, but we are going to have exposure from the row. We will have guests on the row, and we'll get as many people as we possibly can to join us here on the set by the Bellagio. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to talk football. We're going to get you ready for the entire week. And I'll give you my pick. Not just yet, but I'll give you my pick. Both teams have already arrived. You've got a great matchup. I'm going to start off with a conversation about UNLV basketball. Kevin Kruger is standing by. He's going to join me momentarily. But this is the way the week is setting up. So, clones, what's up? How you feeling? I want you to jump in and hit me up. Other guests today. Monday, as Monday goes, it's actually a really good week. We've got a number of guests that are coming in. Let me tell you about them really quickly. They would include the following. Thomas Dimitrov and Eric Eager. They will be here at the Bellagio. Mike Golick Jr. is going to stop on by. Mike Sando from The Athletic is going to stop on by. Mike Pritchard will be here. Solomon Wilcox will be here. I was trying to get Lincoln Riley on the set, but if you're in L.A., you know the weather is really, really bad right now. He was unable to make the trip, but we're going to try and set him up via Zoom. So as Mondays go, that's a really strong guest day. And I'm looking for your input, too. Why don't we start with our first guest? I will be here the entire week. 1-800-636-8686. So right off the very top, and I'm going to tell you more about this, we are joined right now by the head basketball coach at UNLV. He is in his third season at his alma mater. He won 18 games two years ago. He won 19 games last year. The running Rebs are 12-9 this year. They're 5-4 in Mountain West play. They've won three straight. They take on New Mexico on Saturday. We are joined by Kevin Kruger. Kevin? My man, it's great to see you. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Great to see you. Thanks for having me on. Listen, I appreciate that. This is kind of a big ask on my part for you to start the week off and do so in the rain. For those of the people who don't understand, I mean, Vegas is the desert. The weather generally is great, but this will happen, right? This will happen from time to time. And, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that it's Super Bowl week. But, uh, no, this, yeah, we'll get a little bit of rain here and there. All right, so you've been here for years, having played your ball at UNLV. You're now the head coach. You know this town knows how to accommodate major events. We know this. It doesn't get much bigger than the Super Bowl itself. How hyped is Vegas to be the host city of Super Bowl 58? And what's the vibe feel like to you so far? 
I think you just said it, uh, you know, perfectly. It's uh, it's kind of almost been like a buildup, you know, with, with Formula One coming, you know, All-Star game a, a handful of years ago. Of course, uh, the Knights, the Aces being here, the Raiders moving here. It's kind of been, because like you said, it doesn't get bigger than the Super Bowl when you talk about American sports. And uh, I think, uh, like you said, the infrastructure is great. The vibe's been great. I think people are excited for it. Um, unfortunately, it's raining a little bit today, but um, the, 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 the city is just excited and it's as you know, it's a great place to be. It's just a little bit of rain. Everybody's here to have fun. Everybody's here to party. They will overcome. We're joined by UNLV basketball coach Kevin Kruger. So, Kevin, turning to the program, you inherited a team that won just a dozen games before you took over. I mentioned the success you've had in recent years. How do you feel about the team overall at this stage of the season? I think the guys are doing a great job. Um, we, you know, Jalen Hill was a transfer, came in from Oklahoma. Uh, broke his wrist, came back from a broken wrist, and tore his ACL. So he said, you know, they've, they've dealt with kind of older leaders going through injuries. Justin Webster with a severe ankle sprain, been out a while, is going to be out a little while. So the guys have just really banded together. They've done really well. Um, you know, the record being 12-9, and nine, but, uh, but winning three in a row is something to be proud of in this conference. And uh, another tough one at New Mexico Saturday, but um, the guys are the guys are working hard. They love they love going to the gym. They love playing hard. They play the game the right way. So it, it's been a fun year, even though there's been some adversity along the way. New Mexico is always a tough trip. It's always been like that. You know, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? It's simple in the sense that if you have guys that buy into your process and your culture and they play for one another, chances for success are much higher. What kind of marks do you give this group in that regard? Uh, a plus, uh, absolutely. They 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 love each other. They care about each other. Uh, they, they do their best to play the game the right way um, for each other, be on the same page as the coaching staff and vice versa. And so without a doubt, they've, they've gotten an A-plus so far this year. And, and, and that's why we're excited about the, the second half of conference. We're talking to Kevin Kruger, UNLV head basketball coach. Starting off our Super Bowl coverage, you've got five guys, five guys averaging double figures for the majority of the season. Is this one of the most balanced teams you've ever had? Oh, without a doubt. You know, year one, uh, Bryce Hamilton, who's a gifted scorer, and we were very fortunate uh, to retain um, I, think, I believe he was at almost a 24-point mark. Uh, last year with E.J. Harkless, it was right around 20. Um, this year, has been, it's been a much more balanced attack. Uh, our offensive efficiency is up, and, uh, and we've got, we're getting better possessions, I think, throughout the entirety of games. And, and the offenses continue to get better as the year has gone on, and I think it, that's a, you know, just a byproduct of having a balanced scoring attack and guys that play for each other. We're talking to Kevin Kruger, of course, your father, he, he a legend on himself, right? Lon, Lon was a legendary coach, continued to coach into his late 60s. I'm curious, how is your dad doing these days? You used to love talking to him on this program. How is he doing these days, and what kind of an impact did he have on you as both a coach and a person? Um, well, obviously, him and my mom, huge impact. Uh, you know, everything I do, every decision make, I think I feel that there's, you know, either their advice or their, uh, their kind of voice in my head, you know, and just a, a being raised by them and being raised in that environment. But uh, I think uh, to, if you ask how they're doing right now, I bet they're about as stressed as they've ever been in, in their life. Uh, you know, they thought that they'd be more relaxed and have some time off when he retired. But, you know, now he's finally learning what it's like to be on the other side, you know, as, as a family member watching watching your uh, your family member out there coaching and going through the ups and downs of seasons. But, no, he's a, he's a great – he's been my best friend for a long time. We I bounce basketball ideas off him as much as I possibly can. He's around the guys. He's around the program. Um, he's a great grandfather, uh, you know, to my to my two girls and my, our newborn son. So, 
um, we're, we're extremely lucky and extremely blessed for him and my mom to be around. Kevin, how backwards is that right now? I mean, the guy put so much into it and was such a legend for so long, but he's more stressed now than he's ever been, man. This thing's inverted. This thing's totally backwards, but I kind of understand it. On a much smaller level, I exhibited or experienced more stress watching our two sons play high school baseball than this or anything else in my career. Is it just a matter of he doesn't have control? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, he's a, he's a type A. He's an alpha, and it's, it's, it's a it's one of those things where, you know, as a fan, you know, your, your stress level is way higher. When you're in it every day, you kind of feel some optimism always, you know, because you have your hands in it. You have control of certain things. You're, you're a part of the process. And I think when, you, when you're one step removed like he is or a parent or a fan, uh, the, the stress level goes up. Let me ask you something. He coached into his late 60s. Andy Reid has a chance to win a Super Bowl at 65. How do you explain elite coaches like this? How do they maintain their level of energy and their connection to the game even after all this time? Yeah, just watching his career, I think, uh, you know, and then having to, the opportunity to also work for him at Oklahoma, uh, I think he just he was just elite at the time management. You know, what, what needs to be you focused on what what is not a big deal what's a big deal what needs to be addressed or not be addressed uh, as much and you know he always said you're going to be good at what you put your time into and um and i think you know as these coaches as we see these these coaches these successful coaches hall of fame coaches they you know they have a kind of a calm temperament and i think they're just they're they're secure and confident and in the work they put in throughout the week uh, shows up on game day it's interesting i work for my father he fired me what was it like working <laughs> for your dad uh, well, I got out of there before you had the opportunity to fire me. Or at least, you know, or at least that's a well, the that's got to be the go. coaching genes, right, man? <laughs> Stay one step ahead of the mob, one step ahead yeah. of the posse. No, it was great. I mean, I got to spend time with him. Um, you know, like, when you leave high school, you're never sure how much time you're going to spend with family again. Uh, I had the opportunity to play for him here at Vegas uh, for a year, and then had the opportunity to work with him as a as a coach and learn from him and and be with him every day. Um, instead of just being in the same city and then now you know being retired him being retired i guess spend more time with him so i'm just i'm just happy and lucky and fortunate that i get to see my parents as much as i do we're talking to kevin krueger for a few more moments he's starting off our super bowl coverage he is the head basketball coach at unlv you mentioned you had a chance to play here you know i don't know that there's any modern team in college hoops that have the same aura surrounding those teams that came before you and i know because i was always in the big west i went to uc santa barbara i remember these guys coming into our building man they were like rock stars larry johnson greg anthony stacy ogman anderson hunt and the rest absolute rock stars you obviously want to put your own imprint on your program so how do you balance those two things because you definitely want to respect the guys who came before you well, absolutely, and as much as you respect them, you appreciate them. Um, you know, because UNLV is, let, let's not kid ourselves, UNLV is a national brand because of the Larry Johnsons and the Stacey Ogmans, Anderson, uh, Freddie Banks. I mean, you can go all the way back to the 77, the first Final Four team. You know, Most Scurry. Most Scurry, Gondo, uh, you know, Robert Smith. Uh, I mean, it's just a history of, of, of great basketball players, great basketball. And, yeah, I mean, those guys, they're still like the Beatles when they walk through Vegas. I Are mean, they you, still? Oh, today. of course, of course. And But uh, and UNLV basketball is a... As a whole, it's still, you know, it's, it's a small town feel. Um, it's a community that loves UNLV and supports UNLV. So UNLV athletes that walk around town, they're going to get recognized and noticed by locals. And, uh, and that's what makes it a great place to be, great job, great team, and, um, and a fun place to work at because 
um, the support and the love for UNLV basketball is there. You know, it's great to see. I, I'm paraphrasing now, but I had a conversation with Larry Johnson not long ago, and I said something to the effect of, hey, Larry, remember when the UCSB Gauchos used to kick your ass routinely? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I'm like, that's how I remember it. He's like, I don't remember it like that. But they were rock stars. So you're all hoops at the moment. I understand this, but everybody's got an opinion on the Super Bowl itself. Have you thought much about the game? Which way are you leaning for Sunday? Um, yeah, like you said, we're, we're obviously full in on basketball right now. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of Krugers from Kansas. Um, I mean, all of them, actually. So uh, <laughs> By a lot, you mean yeah, all? Yeah, by a lot, I mean all. And, uh, you know, just for the family reunion's sake, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the Chiefs and uh, root for the Chiefs and because uh, I know i got a bunch of cousins and uncles and aunts that follow the Chiefs. But, I, I, as always, you know, you just hope for a good game. I know how this week goes. If you have lots of Krugers in that area, are they coming to the game, and are they hitting you up for places to stay, recommendations, and most of all, tickets to the game? Nope, have not been hit Good. up for tickets yet, and, uh, but I'm, I'm sure there will be a handful of them out in this part. And uh, you know, they've, they've been out enough now with us being out here with my dad's tenure and then now mine, so uh, they know where to go. All right, so before I let you go, one thought about New Mexico. I mentioned that's never an easy place to play or an easy place to go up, a team to go up against. Looking at them on film, what do they do best and what are your biggest concerns? Uh, just incredibly athletic, and uh, they play incredibly hard. Uh, again, another team in the Mountain West, I think, that plays the basketball the right way. They, they respect the game, they, and they play it hard, and they know that good things will happen by doing so. And then, of course, when you play in the pit, you got to watch out for Snake. <laughs> have to. That is a tough place. Kevin, appreciate you very much. I know this was not an easy thing to do. You made it over to the Strip. You started off our week of Super Bowl coverage in the rain. Appreciate you very much. Thanks no, for thank doing you. it. Thank you. Great to see you. Kevin Kruger joining us. And that is the official start of our Super Bowl coverage. It's so ingrained in me to say live from Radio Row. We're coming to you from Radio Row. I've caught myself already a couple of times trying to say that, but we are not on the row. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, you can see it. We've got a beautiful view. We are right outside the Bellagio. So what we'll do is we'll take a short time out right now. Clones, do what you do. Hit me up. I feel great. I feel great. Telephone number is toll free. 1-800-636-8686. Quick reminder. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, it can lead to some pretty spirited reactions. They may include but are not limited to Jackson Hewitt. Or simply, Hewitt. That's because Jackson Hewitt will get you your biggest refund. And if they don't, you'll get your money back plus 100 bucks. Jackson Hewitt also has a lifetime accuracy guarantee so you know your taxes will be done right. For some of the best guarantees in the tax business, hurry into Jackson Hewitt, Hewitt today. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Not even kidding. Even in the rain, all the legends are out. On the set right next to me, I hear, Jim, Jim, and I'm looking around. Who is it? Who is it? The icon, Nate Burleson. He's right next to me. Speaking of icons, I found my first clone. I found my first clone, and the first clone found me, and you know who it is. It's Tracy. She's on the strip. She's on hold. She already found me. Quick reminder. Oh, there she is. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, there is Tracy. She found me. She's braving the elements. Look at her. Under the umbrella. Hi. On the phone. She's all in. Of course she found us. 
Quick reminder this year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13, plus powered by Intel Core processors and more, plus curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you will have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything once again. That's dell.com slash deals. Dell.com slash deals. All right, so we are coming to you live from Vegas. Can't lie. So let me tell you really quickly, this is an open segment. Hit me up, 1-800-636-8686. We've got a couple of more guests coming up next segment. But if you're traveling, hopefully you have a good day. Yesterday was a challenging travel day. Let me tell you about yesterday really quickly. And I'm not that guy who, when things go wrong traveling, because things always go wrong traveling, I'm not going to reach for the phone. I'm not that guy. But when the morning started, I had my plan, everything was good, and then found out the airline that I was supposed to be on yesterday had canceled all flights. So KTK, being KTK, swings into action, finds me another airline, that gets delayed. I get on an earlier flight, that gets delayed, but we get here, all of this was because of the president. The president came in and it literally shut down almost every other flight. But got in last night, everything was great, and everything's good this morning. I'd say if you're listening on radio right now and you can't see it, what you hear is not the fountains behind me, but it's actually rain. And the rain's coming down pretty hard. But it's 50 degrees, the rain is coming down, we've got a roof over our heads, and it feels good. If you're looking for me to kind of melt down like I did in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City back in the day, not happening. Not happening. One, I'm much warmer, and two, I am better prepared. Let me check some reaction very quickly. My man, Frank Schwab is in at Yahoo Schwab. Nice backdrop. Hope it's not raining when I land in a couple hours. LOL. My man, I am no weatherman. I just play one on TV and radio. It sure as hell will be raining when you land. It will be. But then I think it should should let up. Behind me, I'll tell you what, I've done this now for 30 plus years. That is as nice a backdrop as I've ever had for a television shoot ever, ever. It's amazing. You need to find CBS Sports Network, and you need... I'm not even just being nice, Avi. I mean, I mean for real. It's incredible. You need to find CBS Sports Network and see how this looks on TV because it looks amazing. Once again, we are not... There it is. If you're watching on TV, we are not on the road this year. We have people on the row. We will have some guests from the row, but I'm trying to get as many people as possible to come to the Bellagio. Darren Green Bay is saying, quote, I love the look. Great set. I am pumped. Darren in Green Bay. JJ Sportmo on the X. Quote, good morning, JR. Holy bleep, Vegas. It's raining. It's pouring. And thunderclaps are coming through the speakers. War the Strip being a river this week. Hey, man, bring it on. I've seen reports of how it is back home in Cali. This is nothing. This is nothing. This is comfortable. This is good. I like this. I'm feeling great. Romeo. Set looks awesome. Whatever you do, do not look Mark Davis directly in the eyes. V in the fee, of course. Who else would that be from? Borquin Mike. Hey, Jim, how's the weather? Heard it rain there. Wet, ain't it? Water from the sky. Crazy. Don't forget your galoshes. Did you kayak to work? Did you see silk rounding up animals in pairs? How about some XR4TI synchronized swimming? Dude, are you watching? Are you listening? I'm not in Cali. I'm not in Cali. Brah. Come on, Mike. 
I'm in Vegas. We are here all week long for the Super Bowl. Getting ready. Squirrel 2. Quote, did I hear there are a lot of cougars in Kansas? On my way now, yours, Zach Wilson. No, that's not what you heard. Dude, that's not what you heard. You did not hear cougars. You heard Krugers. Canadian hitman, quote, you're on the strip, wore the card flippers, walking onto the show, offering savage discounts for, quote, candy. Not in the market for candy. I don't, I don't need candy at any price. I'm all good. It's a business trip, yo. Rome Slice, give me back my son. Give me back my son. Regards SoCal Rome being exposed to elements in the rain. Geoff and Lincoln. Hey, Geoff, you want to know what element I'm being exposed to? Your horrible takes. Believe me, that's way more challenging. Reading even one submission from you, Geoff, is way more challenging than any element I'm ever going to have to deal with right here. Hey, can I reset this? There is rain on the strip. It is raining right now. It's 50 degrees. This is incredible compared to what's going on back in Cali. I'm living large right here in the rain. We've got a roof overhead. I've got nets behind me. I've got a, a heater beneath the seat. I mean, I'm being fully transparent here. It's all good. I've got my crew with me that's been here for the last three Super Bowls with me. This is perfect. I want to remind you also this week, brought to you by Wendy's. With Wendy's breakfast, two for three dollar biggie bundles, you can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at a regular price. I'll tell you what I can do for you. Instead of taking my word for it, why don't we go to the phones? Not only go to the phones, but she's here. She already found me. I did my very best. Remember last week when I was being all cryptic about it, like, I'm going to be in Vegas, but I'm not going to be on the row. And y'all were like, well, where are you going to be? I'm like, you'll know when I get there. Somehow, someway, Tracy and Phoenix already knew where I was going to be. Tracy and Phoenix actually got here before I did. So we go to the phones. Trace, what's going on? I can see you. Be my reporter on location. What's it like on the strip right now, Trace? Well, Jim, it's a little bit wet. The water is about two inches deep right over here where I'm standing right about now. Thank God for this little bitty step. I'm so grateful they put a roof over your head and you don't have to go over there on that turf where there is no roof and they got umbrellas over those guys. Yeah, but they got the real star over there. Nate is over there. Nate's got an umbrella. Nate's doing his thing. (laughs) But no roof. Tommy goes, but no roof. So, Trace, what's your deal? How did you find me so quickly and are you here all week for the game? Um, I'm going to be here for three days. I usually go to wherever the Super Bowl is. My husband works part-time for the halftime show. So I uh, I can figure things out, babe. I got always. Closer. Always. All right. Listen, Trace, great to see you. I can see you right outside the set. Stay dry. You know I appreciate you always. Good to have you on. See, Tracy, let me tell you about Tracy really quickly. For those who don't know, Tracy used to make the trip to Cali often for Jim Rome on Showtime. She lives in Phoenix, and she would make the trip, her and her husband, and she'd sit in the audience and she'd watch that show. Last year at the Super Bowl, we had this, like, super secret kind of entrance where, just because, not not because I'm some super secret person. It was just easier to get in and off the row and get done what we had to get done. So we thought we were being so stealth about it, and Tracy's right there. Like, she beat me there. She's like, hey, Rome, what's going on? I'm like, hey. She's like, hello, it's Tracy. I'm like, yeah, I know who it is. I'm trying to figure out how the hell you got here and how you knew where I was. But she just knows. That's what she does. Jimmy K in Illinois is in. 
Check out Bob Goulet. Urgh, Jim Rome. Looking slick in all black on the strip. Well done at Jim Rome. Very pumped for the big week in Vegas. Have fun and good luck. Hey, man, this isn't even about the fit. This isn't even about the look. This is about staying warm. Everything I have that's warm is black. But I appreciate the uh, Bob Goulet comp. I could do worse, right? Damn, Jim. You must be freezing. I'm not able to watch, but I imagine you've got a beanie, a turtleneck, a sweater, and a parka with ski pants and rubber boots with electric socks on. Stay strong, brother. Brad in the 360 cycling degenerate. Brother. Dude, you have no comment or opinion if you're not watching. I'm not wearing any of that, and I'm feeling great, man. Do not weigh in with your take if you can't see what's going on and you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And one more at UCLA Dodger Frank. Jim, is this your audition for Ocean's 14? Wore the guy wearing the SpongeBob costume in front of the Paris, puffing on a cigarette on his 10-minute break. No, man, we're just doing what we do. Just doing radio. Or See, I almost did it again. Just doing radio row. Listen, if you've done that thing 30 times, it's kind of ingrained. It's like it's cut into my hard drive, my mental hard drive. I am not on radio row. I am on the strip in Las Vegas. We are right outside the Bellagio. The fountains are going up. It's a really good time. If you're just now joining us, I want to remind you, we've got a full slate of guests coming up next segment. Actually, a twofer. Thomas Dimitrov and Eric Eager will be on the set here in the Bellagio. We're going to break down the championship game. I've got Mike Golick Jr. coming up a little bit later on. Mike Sando from The Athletic will be by. Mike Pritchard, former NFLer, is going to be on the set with me later on. Solomon Wilcox also will be on this set. And we are efforting Lincoln Riley on Zoom. Lincoln Riley was going to make the flight to Las Vegas from L.A., but L.A. is under siege. L.A. is definitely underwater. And... Let's not forget, today is an ATP day, so I'll take that, too. You clones get to ask me a question, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. What you want to do is go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Submit your question there. Listen later on in the program. I might answer one of yours. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. One more thing before I go to break. If you're wondering about the crew, Alvy is back home. Jack Savage is back home. Tommy is with me here on the set. So some made the trip, some did not. But we are going to be here the entire week. Let's take a short time out. We are live in Las Vegas getting ready for Super Bowl number 58. Time now for your bottom of the hour sports update. Here it is. Here is Andrew Bogish. Live from Las Vegas, site of Super Bowl 58, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. I'm Jim Rome. We are live in Las Vegas. And if just joining us right now, we are not on Radio Row where we generally are. We are actually on the Strip. Physically, we are on the Strip. We are right outside the Bellagio. So we're going to do what we generally do, but we're going to do it outside in the elements. But 
Like I said, this is nothing compared to what's going on back home in Cali, so I'm feeling really good. We are joined right now on the set. This is becoming something of a tradition, two years in a row now. We are joined by Thomas Dimitrov and Eric Eager of Sumer Sports. Let me run this down quickly. Thomas spent 13 years as the GM of the Atlanta Falcons. He was a two-time NFL Executive of the Year. He won two Super Bowls while working for the Pats. Eric is the VP of Research and Development for Sumer. He's a former pro football-focused executive. He played his college ball at Minnesota State University. He received a PhD in applied mathematics from Nebraska. Fellas, it's good to see you both. What's going on? Happy to be. What are we? This is awesome. Out How in good the is rain this, right? in Vegas, right? I love it. What a, love what a, what a view here. It gets no better than this. We've got some heat. We've got the cover over us. Thomas, let me start for you or with you. For those who don't know, exactly what is Sumer Sports and how do analytics and data solutions that you help NFL teams with, how does it benefit them? Break it down for me. What does the company do? So it's a, it's a roster optimization tool at, at, the, at the core. We're growing every day. We're, we're bringing in new opportunities. We're bringing in outrageously smart people like Eric that I can sit down with and talk about the next wave of, of the evolution of the NFL, right? Utilizing data. So subjective along with objective is huge. We can't just go to the owners anymore and say, I feel it in my gut. This is what we should do. The owners, like Arthur Blank and people like that, are saying, wait a minute. There's a lot more to this. There are a lot more, there's a lot more data to tap into to make sound, solid, academic decisions. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean black box. It means man and machine for us. And it's something, of course, Eric can talk a lot about. All right. So, Eric, as an example, that's a great start right there. But as an example, I want to get your thoughts on Dan Campbell's aggressive decision-making in the second half of the NFC Championship game because this is what we're talking about, right? Generally, do you think that his decision-making is based in analytics or is it more of just kind of a mindset of, man, I believe in my guys. Let's freaking go. Yes. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, when you look at it. That's like, my joke, man. I use that all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we measured it at Sumer. We have a, a model where we measured that Dan Campbell added a win to the Detroit Lions, right? And you think about a franchise that went 32 years without a playoff win. You bring a guy in. He's picking top 10 a few years in a row. How can you get all the way to the NFC Championship game? You have a team who's probably the best team in the NFL on the ropes. It's because you're taking four downs when the whole rest of the league is taking three. And, it, and additionally, like, when you have a guy who's a former NFL tight end, he's, you know, the big muscular guy, and he, he's looking at his team and saying, I'd rather have you get two yards than my kicker kick a 47-yard field goal. I think that you, you blend those two things. As Thomas said, you know, the sort of the brawn with the brain. And there are really smart people who are working for the Lions. It's not Dan Campbell punching a calculator on the sideline. It's him, you know, sort of watching the games, watching the flow, sort of understanding why they're going for it. And, and as Thomas said, like, the more smart people you can get in those buildings, they, they give it to the football people. And the football people are – people like me are not coaching, right? It's Dan Campbell can give up better message, and the math can obviously help him win better. So, Thomas, where do you come out on that? For instance, what he does, how he acts, the culture he built, that's why they are where they are. There's no getting around that. He's done an amazing job, but do you want to have that mindset in every single critical moment of every single critical game? No, not every. You want the combination. In today's world, you want to make sure that whoever's in that building, the GM, Brad Holmes, who's done a heck of a job, job. right? Love what he's doing along with a head coach. You have a partnership, and you know. We're football at the core. We go toe-to-toe with anyone. You know he believes that. But now let's fold in the right, again, the right data and the right understanding of marrying the two 
to me, it's unstoppable. You have to do that in today's world, in today's NFL, for sure. All right, so, Thomas, what about the Falcons? You, of course, worked with Arthur Blank for a long time. You've won Super Bowls with Bill Belichick. I think most of us naively assumed that when Bill left the Patriots that he would conduct the interviews and people would not interview him. So when he ends up on Arthur Blank's yacht, you think, all right, that's a done deal. But then he gets off the boat, and then there's a second interview, and then he doesn't even get the job. Why do you think the Falcons went with Raheem Morris over Bill, and do you think it was the right choice? So interestingly enough, I know that, that, that Bill and Arthur hit it off very, very well. We know that, right? And there was a lot of time spent together. I know both men very well as far as working in, in situations. I think they would have worked very well together. I think in the end, there, there was something inside the organization. And you know, Bill and all, all rights, Bill should have be the czar. He should come in and have full control. And I'm not one that wants general managers to be run over by head coaches. The reality is if there's someone you do that with, it's Bill Belichick, wherever you are with that, right? To me, one of the very best coaches to ever coach this league. To me, it is unbelievable that the league has not taken the opportunity that no head coach, or excuse me, no owner and no GM will ever have an opportunity to do in the future. You, this doesn't come around every... I mean, I know I'm being a little no, bit expanded. No, no, the GOAT came free. It the came GOAT free. was a free agent. <laughs> he didn't just retire like he normally would. He had an opportunity. I, I laughed as you let in on that on the interview. Bill put a suit on and sat across from Terry Fontenot. No, no offense to Terry Fontenot. He, did he cut the sleeves off the suit? <laughs> he might have, but I mean, look, I, to do that, Arthur probably said, and I, I don't know... Hey, can you show this group respect? And he did. And there, and again, I think there is no one out there that in the next two or three years can his, will bring you closer to winning a Super Bowl than Bill Belichick. That's what I believe in general. I believe that for anyone. Not a, take a side or aside from the Falcons. There are other teams out there. The fact that he is unemployed right now or not coaching is unfathomable. Huh. Thomas Dimitrov joining us, Eric Eager as well. Eric, let me ask you this. You recently made a really interesting analogy, I thought, as it relates to Belichick and the NBA. You suggested that if Bill ends up in TV next year and somebody's struggling, they might bring in Bill the way Milwaukee brought in Doc Rivers. Given the autonomy that Bill is accustomed to, how plausible is that? Could you see that happening? I think I think that that would be the perfect case, right? Like in the offseason right now, it's a weird thing. I, I know Thomas and I disagree on this a little bit, but the kind of team that would be barren enough where Belichick would go would probably not be good enough for him to want to win the you know win enough games to catch Don Shula. And a team like the Falcons, who's good enough for him to win games with, probably has holdovers that might be resistant to the power he wants. A team like you know I'm not going to name names, but you know a team that maybe why not you know Philadelphia, <laughs> Dallas, Jacksonville teams Thank like you. that <laughs> who are maybe struggling you know four weeks into the season with with talent. Right, that they might be desperate enough to give Bill Belichick what he wants, and I think he's probably smart to to you know lean into the Falcons here, not necessarily get the job, and back off a little bit and wait for desperation because desperation, of course, uh, I think will you know play to his favor next September or October. You know, I wonder. It seems kind of unfathomable to use your word that he doesn't have a gig right now. I wonder how many people want to bring him in just to pick his brain, just to talk to him. Like, I've got Bill in the building. I'm going to talk to this guy for five or six hours. I mean, that's a goldmine in and of itself, but it doesn't mean they want to hire him. He is a situational mastermind. You, you can see a lot of good coaches around the league who just don't have the grasp of in, you know, preparing during the week, on game day, during the, the halftime. Look, we want to lead into to 16, 17 Super Bowl. Right. And halftime, he goes in against us, comes back out, ends up kicking our butts, right? 
He is special that way, and you're exactly right. To be able to tap in is unbelievable. Thomas, is Dan Quinn one of those guys? And how do you think he'll do getting his second opportunity? I'm sure analytically you guys can break this down. I've seen a lot of coaches get a second chance, and it has not gone well at all. He's getting another chance. Do you think he will do well with the commanders? How do you like that fit? I like the fit. I think he goes in there with Adam Peters, a first-time general manager, usually first-time general managers, don't back to want a power guy in there. They've been working all their life to have the, the number one seat. Dan comes in as an experienced guy who is really good at collaboration. He's a great partner as a GM head coach. In the league, he is that guy. He loves personnel. He'll sit side by side with Adam Peters and they'll work to create the best situation there. I think it's a no-brainer there. Quite honestly, I'm happy that, that Detroit ended up the way it did and Ben Johnson goes back because I think this is better for Adam Peters. I think they can grow together, and I'm excited for Dan to get another off. So, Eric, what about Mike Vrabel? I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy, but I'm just a talking head. Like, I, I'm not playing for him. I'm not working with him. I love the guy. Why do you think he got shut out in this cycle? Yeah, I mean, he was a guy in 2021. They got the one seed in the AFC playing the most players from a roster standpoint in NFL history with COVID and injuries and everything. He has been able to, you know, get more out of a roster than anybody. I think when you look at how it went down with John Robinson in 2022, he gets Rand Carthon in the building. Reports are they didn't get along. I think when you don't get along with two consecutive general managers, I think that ends up being, I think, a red flag when you look at so many young executives in the league trying to pair with a, a powerful head coach. It's a red flag for many, and it, it goes back to the Belichick thing, too, where you're trying to build a young executive's career. There's always going to be a little bit in the owner's ear from that person, hey, I don't necessarily want to bring that guy in because it's going to kind of take away from my worldview right. and, and its power. And I think that that's where, where Rabel ran into some issues. Hmm. Thomas, what about the Super Bowl itself? Let's shift to that. You know Kyle Shanahan as well as anybody from your time with him in Atlanta. There's no question. He's got a unique ability to scheme and play call. He's a genius football mind. But do you feel like he needs to win this one to validate that stamp as, like, the brightest offensive mind in the game? How yeah. badly does Kyle need this? 100%. I, look, he does a great job, similar to Bill. They know how to use their personnel. They know their schemes better than anyone. They are genius like both. I only uh, parallel the both. But, but Kyle needs to win this game. We were there. We knew, we knew how important it was back in 16 when we lost. Went run, 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 kick the damn ball. That aside... He is one of the guys, Jim, I, I had said this, if I were ever to be brought back into the NFL, he would be a guy that I would knock on the door to see if I could trade for him as a coach. I believe that much in him as a football coach, but he needs to win this game. Do you think he will? Um, I hope so. <laughs> is that the right thing to say? I'm sorry, that's bad. <laughs> it's something. It's something. <laughs> Not a lot. You hope so. Yeah. You hope so, but you don't think so. No. Or you I, okay. hope so, and I feel pretty good about it. I, no, I think he will. I think this will be his time. I'm going to settle for your first answer, I think. I hope so. <laughs> Eric, what do you think? Like, What are some of the matchups that you're really looking forward to in this game? I, I mean, when you look at it, I think the Chiefs have to stack the box, and they have to trust those cornerbacks, right? When you look at Brett Veach... The last three drafts have drafted eight starters on that defense, six in 2022. That's all the way back to the Tyree Kill trade. You look at their offense struggling so much, it's because they traded Tyree Kill. They put players in that secondary, three of those corners, Trent McDuffie and All-Pro, and then two kind of depth guys back there. You know, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, they're going to have to trust those corners because they have to play tighter boxes against Christian McCaffrey. The run defense has been bottom half of the league all year. The series success all has been in the bottom half. They've been great covering. The Baltimore Ravens let them off the hook in the AFC Championship game. Six running back runs. The 49ers are not going to do that. They're going to run the football with McCaffrey, and the, the 
Chiefs have to stop that. They have to, you know, trust their corners on the outside against great receivers. That's the that's the biggest matchup in the game. Thomas, what do you make of that? that? That's such a key point to me. They ran it six times. The Ravens got away from doing what they do best, running the football. Did they panic, or do you think that was their game plan? What happened to them that day? I'm surprised because I thought they were going to just run, 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 and they obviously didn't. I Sometimes you get caught up in that, right? In the moment, your head coach, and you're up there as a GM, you're like, Wait a minute, I thought that's what we planned on. Can I not get on the phone and and call down? You can't, of course, but I just feel like they got away from it because that's a hell of a program there in my mind. All right, so let me ask you this. Your team at Sumer has put together a free big game breakdown with stats and winning edges. Where can people who want that kind of data, unique, detailed analysis, where can they get it? Sumersports.com. You can get our free uh, big game breakdown here. 41 pages, prop bets, breakdowns, you know, analysis, everything you want to break down the big game. Uh, on Sunday. All right, Eric, how do you see that game going? Ultimately, what do you think it comes down to, and how do you see that game going? To me, it, it comes down to Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's a brilliant head coach, 10 out of 10 when it comes to play design. Andy Reid's gotten a lot better. He's gotten over the hump, winning Super Bowls, clock management, fourth down decisions. That's where Kyle Shanahan has always kind of been an issue. If he can get over that and make the, you know, make the key decisions at end of games, they can win this football game against the Chiefs. I don't know, Thomas. Like, where do you come out on this? It's I've been betting against Patrick Mahomes and points, thinking that I'm so <laughs> smart, and I keep getting worked. I mean, how many times can you go against this guy? How much of it comes down to just the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes? Full stop. Period. It's Patrick Mahomes, unbelievably versatile. You just never know on every side of the uh, every side of any play that he's going to come to the table. I mean, how do you bet against him? It's pretty darn tough. All right, but but they're not what they used to be. How impressed are you with the way they kind of reinvented themselves on the fly? I am because middle of the season, I was as mad as everyone about Taylor Swift. Not about Taylor Swift herself, but just about the distractions. I'm thinking, wow, guys, you guys have so much special elements here. Where are you going with this? Is this taking you into to another spot? All the commercials. Every time I turned around. I see, you know, whatever. I see the, all this stuff going on. I'm thinking, that's not how I was raised in the Patriot paradigm, right? You stay focused. This is a bit different world in the NFL. The fact that they were able to come back after all that, to me, is really impressive. Well, what about that paradigm? Does that, you know, not to be obnoxious, but yeah. does that paradigm no longer work? I mean, the guy yeah. behind the paradigm is out of work right now. It's, no, it's a good point. It, maybe it doesn't. In today's world, you've got to move fast. You know, that's what people are expecting. You have to be able to be malleable, I guess, and function. Who knows? Who knows if it's working but anymore? They, they've gotten back to the, par- the Patriot way, though. In the regular season, among playoff teams, they were the worst in penalty differential, worst in turnover differential. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs has not even thrown an interceptable ball. They haven't even thrown a ball in harm's way, and they haven't had a penalty in the first quarter of any of their playoff games so far this year. So they've gotten better at just eliminating mistakes and allowing their defense to, to carry them uh, in ways that they haven't in the previous two Super Bowl seasons. I mean, Eric, what do the analytics say about throwing the switch? I thought common sense told you you can't throw the switch, but they're a very different team now than they were well, during the regular season. We talked about the NBA earlier. This is the LeBron Cavs, right, where you look at all the analytics and all the, the sports books would get the – the Cavs wrong in the playoffs because the regular season numbers, they win 50 games, 48 games, you know, 56 games in the playoffs. They, you know, LeBron would turn on a different switch. Maybe that's who Patrick Mahomes is. Maybe so. Thomas Dimitrov and Eric Eager, like I said, it is becoming something of a tradition. I appreciate both you guys braving the elements, coming by. Great to see you both. Thanks so much. Thanks, Rob. Good to see you, brother. My man. Appreciate you. you both. Thanks, Eric. All right, there's our number one. We are live from the strip. The rain is letting up a little bit, but you know what? The visuals are incredible. We are going to be here the entire week. We are not on Radio Row, but we are on the Strip. 
However, we are going to have cameras and we are going to have people on the ground at Radio Row so we get you the best of both worlds. Hour number two is coming up next. I am on the strip right outside the Bellagio. I'm Jim Rome. Don't go anywhere.